0: Hi everybody, welcome to the No Story Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Alex, and... Oh my god! Isla of, of Mr. Knightley. Wait, no, wrong book. Oh my god! Isla of Josh.
1: <laughs> I'm Karen. Hey guys guys hmm. yeah you know the listening audience may not be aware of this but brendan's not here today
2: i mean yeah it would have gone to that when we made a funny joke about his absence
1: in the introduction yeah well fuck off but i <laughs> didn't i didn't hear that part but that's <laughs> when we make fun of you when you're not here <laughs> wow but you know it occurs to me you know what that means
0: Oh, uh, what?
1: what does it mean that we should engage in a spot of piracy
0: now, now, hold on a minute.
3: Wait, uh, him. <laughs> I got him! I got him! I got him! I got him. Yeah, yeah, I'm Pippin!
2: I'm Pippin, and we're heading to the... We're taking. I'm Pippin! And we're taking over! This ship is ours!
1: ours. Oh, we're man. heading to the planet Euphoria! <laughs> but wait, Pippin, what's the planet Euphoria in our world? Oh, man. <laughs> so, so... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, this is yeah. even better. You know, Pippin, you, know, you know what we're doing now? What are we doing now? It's a fucking mutiny! <laughs> wait, Alex, Alex, do you accept... Do you accept our pirate flag? Or do you want to walk the fucking plank in Barbados? <laughs> is that a yes, Pippin? Alex, Alex, we've got oranges. <gasps> got a lot of oranges. Fuck yeah, oranges. oranges. Yeah! <laughs> orange glaze cake motherfuckers yeah so everyone and
2: friends <laughs> <laughs> who will have to edit this later i yelled so much and i burned my mic and i am i apologize for that but not for what we're talking about today
0: <laughs> i bumped into so many things <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is today instead of the 1995 movie clueless uh again uh, today, we're going to talk about the 2022 show, Our Flag, Our flag Means, means death. death! So spoilers abound. Fuck yeah. If you want content warning for specific things we might talk about, uh, check out the show notes at Uh But, yeah, you know,
1: I, I'm going to warn for romance. So much romance. Another reason why we decided to take over today. Um, yeah, because Brendan doesn't like romance. Yeah.
0: much. Are you guys going to... Are you guys gonna get to your intros?
1: Um, I already said I'm them. New intros, no it. new intros, new intros. Oh yeah, okay, Alex, 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 your your intro, go go go.
0: Oh oh shit. Um, I'm um 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 um. um,
1: Alex, uh, what does your pirate flag look like?
0: And I'm Alex, and my pirate flag looks like some anime bullshit. Ah, that... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, anime bullshit. Um, I'm Kat. And cats have knives in their feet, um, <laughs> yeah. and they steal the breasts of children. And also, uh, women have crystals inside them that attract demons, and that's why they're bad luck. That's science. Uh, let's see. We left Brendan uh, stranded <laughs> on an island. Yep. Yep. That, that scans. Uh, and I'm The Pippin. Scotsman's a cannibal. <laughs> uh, I'm Pippin, and. Uh,
2: I hope, uh, future generations, when they look at the history of me, they go like, yeah, I know, something queer happened there.
1: Like, something queer. <laughs> what could it be? It, whatever it was, it was very queer. The queerest. Let's queer like, a few things up. <laughs> so. <laughs> guys, we're queering the text. Oh wait, we don't have to queer the text. We don't have to this time. Why is that, Pippin? Because it's queer. Because the out? text is already queered. We fathom the bowl, we queer the text, Woo!
0: <laughs> pretty weird well, for your reviewing pleasure.
2: Yes! Yeah. So,
1: for those of you who've never seen Our Flag Means Death, first off, stop this. Watch that. Stop this immediately. It's on HBO Go. There's only 10 episodes. They're each only half an hour long, which is mind-boggling. HBO Max, just to get it really quite right. Yeah, whatever.
2: Uh, And it's brilliant. It's uh, worth $5.99 or whatever. <laughs> hashtag renew Our Flag Means Death. So. Hell yeah! The summary, according to IMDb, is, Ooh. the year is 1717. Well, Wealthy landowner, to- <laughs> we are not yet going to Sherbrooke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brendan, I, I'm still not sorry. Uh, <laughs> the year is 1717, you guys. Wealthy Ooh. landowner, Steve Bonnet, has a midlife crisis yeah, and decides does. to blow up his cushy life to become mm-hmm. a pirate. It does not go well, based on a true story.
1: Based on a true story, uh, the
2: true that, story that,
0: that, is that that oh. based based on a true story is pulling a lot of work.
1: It's not
0: though, and here's the problem.
1: <laughs> here's the problem. So apparently, the 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 show the background to to why this exists is the showrunner um and and creator David Jenkins, uh, his wife said to him one day, "Hey, did you do you know about these two pirates?" And he's like, "No," and she's like, "I think they'd be a great uh show." He's like, okay. So he went to Wikipedia. Apparently this is true. <laughs> he went, he, it's apparently Wikipedia is the max of his research and I respect that. <laughs> um, cause he went full on Xena with this. Um, he went to Wikipedia and he discovered, uh, Steve Bonnet, who is, uh, the, the gentleman pirate, uh, who did in fact in 717 or thereabouts, uh, Have a fucking midlife crisis. He was a a wealthy landowner and probably definitely slaver. Whoops. (laughs) In uh, Barbados. Um, white dude. And, uh, he was wealthy, uh, aristocratic and, uh, married with two children. More than two, multiple children. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, he's like, you know what though? How about I just stop and go and become a pirate. Reasonable. Though I'd like to point
2: out that midlife is uh, a bit of a bold statement because he was like 30
1: by the time he died. Listen, I didn't (laughs) 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 – he had to assume – well, he was maybe hoping that there was going to be more than that. Uh, But anyway, uh, look, some men were made to ensure that the uh, age ranges uh, ratioed correctly. So anyway, (laughs) averaged correctly. Oh, look, my friend's not here. I'm making bad, (laughs) I'm making bad math math, Yeah, doing bad. That's what happens. Okay. So, uh, within, so he does some dumb bullshit, right? He, he goes, he buys a boat instead of stealing one. He, uh, uh, puts his, uh, like he, he puts a library in it. He fills it with like the comforts of fucking home. And then he gets a pirate crew that he hires on and pays a regular wage. And so naturally, he's a, he's a fucking shitty pirate. And, and this is the real life story. a uh, shitty pirate. Um, and within like a couple of months of his becoming a pirate, he runs into the pirate Blackbeard, Edward Teach. Woo! Um, and who himself has only been a pirate for like maybe six to seven months? <laughs> <laughs> Old like, <hand>. the fuck. <laughs> um, and the two of them proceed to, and this is historically accurate, shack up on the same fucking ship. For months? Like, at least a year. Yeah, we have, and there is, and again, this is again where David Jenkins looked at this situation, said to himself,
2: hmm. <laughs> Touched the uh, ground, went, something queer happened here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is a historical fucking account of Steve Bonnet on Blackbeard's ship, wandering the deck in his nightgown, sadly reading. And it's like, okay. Hard say. Okay. Okay. Whomst <laughs> among us. Um, <laughs> very, but,
2: yeah, go on. Very, very early, uh, on, before there was too much of uh, a fandom, uh, cause I, I watched the show while it was still airing. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apparently someone somewhere said, well, actually, the real Steve Bonnet was probably Blackbeard's prisoner. And someone had to come in and go like,
1: for over a year. Also, in his nightgown on the deck reading.
2: Let me tell you, prisoners are actually more trouble than they're worth. You want to offload them fast, otherwise you even you'll have to feed eat in them. the Fucking show wanted to.
1: Which anyway, anyway.
0: And, uh, but uh, though, though, that's not let's uh, not uh, discounted. Uh, maybe there was some prisoner play.
1: Oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, come on now. Whoops, among us again. Come um, on. <laughs> But, listen, you know, pirate, sometimes we play saucy pirates. Um, <laughs> I'll show is, you some saucier spoons. <laughs> oh, God, the sauciers? Sh- okay. They're such dicks about spoons, Pippin. They're such dicks about spoons. Okay. But, they perceived, like, in real life. And also, I don't know how I, I, I've looked at some pirate flags. So far, the only two in the entire fucking age of piracy that I've seen that have hearts on them. steed bonnets and blackbeards,
2: okay? One, because they were in love. Two, it's questionable whether those were the fact they actually flew under, but whatever.
1: Okay, in which case, that just means that that's pirate gossip. (laughs) Okay? Okay? I will take that. Listen, I'm an English major. I can make this work to my uh, favor no matter what. So anyway, they hang out for like a year. Uh, At one point, uh, uh, they do break up briefly, but they get back together again like a month later. Uh, and then they both decide to, uh, uh, because of life circumstances, they're gonna go turn themselves in, act of grace, uh, which is a law out of, uh, George the first, who's still a fucking German. I'm sorry. I'm just a terrible colonial. He was the king of England. Uh, 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 act of grace, which was basically to say, listen, please stop being pirates. You can be pirates for us. Just, just stop, like, messing our shit up. A, a domesticated like, pri- pirate, which is a privateer. Indeed. Um we,
0: we've, got, we've got some um um, um biz with his pain and go just be a problem. just be their problem.
1: Be their problem. And it's like and they're like, Yes we will. Whoops, my sword just went there. Whoops. Oh, oh your your gold's in my oh oh well. So anyway. Um <laughs> so they do that. They 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 go to like what Carolina one of the Carolinas. Um and uh uh and Steed goes on land first and uh Blackbeard According to the history, uh, said, cool, 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 cool. You're on shore. BT dubs. I'm stealing your boat. And then he steals all <laughs> his shit and leaves. As one does. Uh, Steve Bonnet was like, the fuck you say? <laughs> Proceeds to actually become a fucking proper pirate to a degree. <laughs> and uh, fi- finally finds his own fucking ship and goes chasing after Blackbeard under a new name. Two different names. One's, of course, Captain Thomas, as one was, And the other one is Captain Edwards. As remembering that Blackbeard's
2: name is Edward.
1: Yep. And they proceed to chase each other around the fucking world until they both get the killed. The world,
2: <laughs> the coast of
1: North America. Whatever. The point is, uh, uh, Steve gets captured, he gets hanged. Less than a month later, Blackbeard's dead too. These two dudes were, like, cataclysmic in each other's lives. And that is historical they, fucking record.
2: They were every queer stereotype.
3: <laughs>
1: All right, now we're going to back up into the world of the show. <laughs> so David Jenkins sees this, and he's like, well, I've done all, my, you know, all the research necessary, which is Wikipedia. Uh, well, uh, here, well, okay,
2: wait. I, I don't want to yeah, This hang, is your part. This is your part. I don't want to hang David Jenkins out to drive uh, too much
1: for this, because it was Taika Waititi who went, no, you don't need to do research, and David Jenkins went to, Okay. <laughs> Taika Waititi apparently was like – Actually, I'm going to demand that you don't do any research. <laughs> so, like, just keep it right there. And you have to hear that in David Jenkins doing Taika's accent is really important. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh so, uh, David, uh, David Jenkins gets this together. He, he writes this show and, uh, he gets Taika Watiti, who is hot shit in directing terms these days and an actor and pretty yeah. funny and yeah. a writer, like, yeah. a manages threat. to get him on board, uh, and which is which is why there is a show. <laughs> apparently, you put Taika Waititi's name on something, and studios go like, "Oh, really? Would you like some money?" And that's David Jenkins telling that story. Uh they apparently share a manager. That's how it happened. So anyway, uh and and yeah, uh, so Taika Waititi plays uh Blackbeard. Yes. Um, in quite a lot of leather. So
2: all right, all right, you're done. I'm done. Fuck you. <laughs> because now we're going to talk about the show. You did your historical stuff. Okay, fine, 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 fine. So.
1: We to the good historical sh- stuff.
0: <laughs> so many, so, so many mutinies in this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we are pirates. We're always at one point fucking each other we've over. Been,
2: we've all been pirates once. Um, <laughs> this so is not I'm welcome to Night vale. over. <laughs> I told you, I'm taking over. The ship is mine. So, the show. Uh, yes, Uh, Steve Bonnet has left his his cushy life. Uh, In the show, he's like late 40s, early 50s. Uh, Historically, he was like in his 20s. (laughs) Whatever.
1: (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Listen, middle age means something different now, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And
2: uh, so the show uh, is 10 episodes long. It starts with uh, actually three whole episodes without Blackbeard.
1: Doesn't show up. Uh, no to Bene. I'm gonna come back to that one.
2: <laughs> you know, on occasion you see like his voice or the side of his face. Uh, and basically the first three episodes, we see Steve Punnett <laughs> being a shitty pirate. Like, Such a shitty episode pirate. Episode one, his, his, his crew is planning a mutiny.
1: Within like
2: two lines, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, but, but, they do manage to. <laughs> To defeat an English war vessel and take some hostages and kill, uh, the English captain, uh, who happened to be a childhood. Bully. Yeah. Of, of Steed's while they were in school. Uh, Steed causes him to die.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, um, <laughs> killed him per se. Yeah, Steed, Steed perceives Was himself in as the having room. Birth.
2: Steve uh, perceives uh, himself as having murdered him. Well, Everyone else well, goes, Well, you were sort of there when he died.
0: <laughs> well, t- to be fair, in in legal definition, he did kill him because he assaulted him with a. Uh, was it with, with an elephant or a different I, It was a, a, whale. a whale
1: It's because that's a, symbolic. But two, w- I will point out that I suggest that is assault and manslaughter. Yeah, yeah manslaughter. Man. <laughs> uh, assault with a deadly weapon, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Greatest yeah, like, bodily harm? Mm
2: Uh, The point is, he hits him on the back of the head, attempting to uh, stun him, and he (laughs) falls on his sword right through his face. Um, It's pretty good. And then Steed, (laughs) at the suggestion of uh, a couple of his uh, crew, goes, oh, no, I I did this.
1: (laughs) This was me. And they're like, okay, we'll let you live for – it's a very Princess Bride situation, uh, you know, with the dread pirate, uh, Roberts. They're like, all right, well, you know, I might as well kill you in the morning, that kind of thing. yeah.
2: Uh, so three episodes. Uh, they've killed the captain. Uh, they keep two hostages. Send one back to uh tell the tale, which was their first mistake.
1: No, did uh, they? I because I thought that that uh, Izzy took one. Remember? No, no no, one? no, no, no. David just... Jenkins. Oh, you're uh, right, David Jenkins. David <laughs> Jenkins, who gets to play a pirate on his? Because of course, when you have a show, and I mean, once more, let's bring out the phrase "Whom's among us?" Uh, would not. I want you to finish the sentence of who he was playing. He was playing one of the little British uh 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 officers. Okay.
2: Because it sounded for a moment like you were going to say he was one of the pirates and I... No, let's go.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. He was one of the little British no. officers who then got hideously abused by the pirates. Come yeah. on now, Pippin.
2: Uh, and he's the one who rose back to the ship. Because someone had to survive to get the the bloody flag.
1: But also, it's a good inkling, I would think, of of maybe uh, sort of the... Not bloodthirstiness, because I don't think Steed in the show has bloodthirstiness per se. Um, but perhaps a, a turn of mind that is like, oh, maybe he does belong out here? <laughs> He's a little bit chaotic. I love him. Well, because, uh, he does, he ends up sending the, uh, uh, the prisoner back, um, uh, tied up to the boat in the exact same manner that he himself had been tortured as a child. Um, yeah. and it's like, Oh, dang. Okay, okay. And like, murderous impulses, it's like, not being able to go through murderous impulses aside, Boy did like, clang his bully on the back of the head with a gold whale. I mean, come on. Yeah. So,
2: uh, so yeah, chaos, uh, chaos gremlin. So, uh, they have adventures trying to get to offload their new hostages. Uh, one also thing did these- not keep him for a year. Yeah, no, because you get rid of them fast. They stink up the ship. Really bringing everybody down. Yeah, this is sort of a pirate pooper. Um, <laughs> uh, and some stuff happens. I don't actually want to get too much into no, the details. Uh, the point. one thing leads to another. Steed ends up <laughs> hanged and stabbed on a Spanish.
1: And I would, awesome. I would say, so this is ten episodes, right? Uh, the first three episodes, uh, uh, Jenkins has, has said that this is an act structure and I believe him because it looks like an act structure. What? Uh, the first act is, is genuinely, uh, st- what Steed should have ended up as. Which mm. is dead very quickly by multiple wounds <laughs> and methods yeah. of murder. Uh, yeah. he gets stabbed and hung? I mean, like, they could just <laughs> set him on fire too and be done with it. Um, I mean it was for a second there. I know. But the point is um uh, uh, so this is this is what should have happened. And then and then, and then the beach boys start singing <laughs> which is not a euphemism. <laughs> Our prayer starts coming through.
2: And uh and Blackbeard shows up uh, after Steed has been cut down
1: from uh his rope because he was in fact Dying at the time. Yeah. Dying. And he, uh, props to the, to the makeup artist and of course to, uh, Reese Darby who plays Steve Bonnet. Uh, yeah, he looked dead. He looked real dead. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh I'm dying and- in your arms tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there should be a fan bit of that. So. Oh my god. Nope, too. So. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> begins Act Two, and and Blackbeard's all like the gentleman pirate, pri- uh, pirate I presume, and sees <laughs> so all like
1: you've heard of me.
2: <laughs> like oh, I've heard all about you. Which
1: of course is just like oh my god, like all of Steed's stupid fucking dreams, and it's like ah. Oh. Uh, but also notably, this is the first, the very first time we get a complete view of Blackbeard's face, is when he and Steed see each other for the first time. Um and uh, there's been a lot of chatter within the fandom about how oh the first three episodes blah 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 Blackbeard's not even in them and I'm like okay one first of all yes, yes. He is. uh he gets mentioned as a st- uh, as a re- passing reference in the very first episode as a comparison uh like Blackbeard he's a real pirate not this fucking idiot do you think Blackbeard would be doing arts and crafts on his ship <laughs> one probably not but I <laughs> ah, second- might have. Second episode, we actually get uh, uh, stories of Blackbeard. And so we get a sort of uh, a painted picture uh, uh, of this. And it's the proper, like, big long leather coat and, and uh, head of smoke with, with fiery eyes. And he's got the proper North Country accent where he's like, ah uh And everyone else is like, well, that's clearly bullshit. Steed, listening to the story, is like, gosh. It's like, well, oh. here's, here's the thing. Everyone else is not –
2: Necessary discounting that Blackbeard is like that. They're discounting that Pete spent any
1: time with him. Well, oh, okay, I think that they may also be discounting the his head is made of smoke thing, because Steed is like really, and and he's like yes, and they're all like come on man, it's not fun making fun of Steed of the <laughs> captain. It's like it's so, easy picking, pick something harder. Um <laughs> so, but we also then get to meet some of uh Blackbeard's crew. Uh same episode. And then the third episode we actually get to be in Blackbeard's quarters, but we only ever see him from like the chin down, if that, or from behind. He's still very much the figure. What the first three episodes do is that mm-hmm. they introduce
2: Blackbeard.
1: So and that it's when the we Blackbeard meet that we Ed, know.
2: Uh we have to be introduced to Blackbeard first, mm-hmm. so that when we meet ed
1: Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it actually means something but wait also it is establishing that this pirate show is happening theoretically in our world yes (laughs) this isn't just that this is the way pirates are steed is genuinely a shit pirate (laughs) and this is a weird fucking ship because we all know what blackbeard was like right and they are agreeing that that's what blackbeard was like on the show which is why, again, as Pippin says, the turn. We are making a difference here between Blackbeard and Ed. And why are we making that difference, Pippin? I have no clue where you're leading me. So I'm just going to say that we have
2: to build up the mythology of Blackbeard. Because that is what that is what Ed is struggling with in this series.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, when they
1: properly talk for the first time.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know... Because Ed is having uh, his own sort of midlife crisis. Sort
3: uh,
1: of. <laughs> yeah. Both of uh, these men managed to, to, to have suicidal ideation on screen. I mean, you can have a little Not- suicidal ideation. That's a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Middle-aged queer men do what? 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 Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But
2: they, Ed and Steed fill important roles for each other. Because Ed looks at Steed, uh, and goes like, yeah, of course you're a pirate. Maybe not a, the best pirate, but you know what the best pirate is? A live one. Uh, and actually, like, listens to him and, you know, wants to hear his expertise, which is, you know, being fancy.
1: But also, and, he's, he's also a Chaos Gremlin, and the Chaos Gremlins, they find each other. Yeah. Uh, and Steed sees Ed,
2: not Blackbeard or anything Ed is just allowed to be Ed without any of the 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 Portrait. baggage. Yeah. I, I have
1: kind of the feeling that it it's the idea that um if Blackbeard and Ed are pirates, correct? Yes. Therefore anything Ed does is piracy? Exactly. Therefore, he has no pre- – like, if Ed wants to be all like, this is a Fantastic Fabric, and then Seed likes, oh, my God, that means that Fantastic Fabrics must be a pirate thing. Woo! Yes! Yes! <laughs> the score I won.
2: Rather exquisite cashmere. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, they meet, and everything's amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, And they proceed to have and, – and this actually gets back to uh, part of why this show's taken a lot of the um, everything by storm. Is that it has a lot of what we have come to see in Western media as queer baiting? Um, yep. a lot, a lot. For instance, within minutes of talking to each other while both are conscious, <laughs> Eds, I'm a Steed is like, "Would you like to come see my auxiliary closet? Would you like to come into my secret closet? <laughs> Would you like to come into my secret closet and like touch all my stuff?"
3: Okay, okay.
1: And then, and then what do they do, Pippin? They, oh my god, they change into
2: each other's clothes. They change into each other's clothes. That is some High School Musical 2 bullshit
1: right there. And then, and then, as part of changing their clothes, they switch like uh, a, not, it's not neckties because this is 1717s. It's not quite a cravat. Yeah, it's a cravat, okay. Uh, uh, We're going to go with that. A black cravat that Steed has been wearing up to this point. They switch those clothes. Ed wears the cravat He doesn't take the cravat off for the rest of the show.
2: The last shot we see of him, he's wearing that.
1: Wearing that cravat. They switch rings. Mm. And here's the thing. The problem is, Steed still looks like he's half dead because he is. He's still got rope burn on his neck. (laughs) He's still like, he's just broken a fever that was probably from the infection from the gut wound. (laughs) He's still holding his
2: stomach. Yeah. This is the only time the entire show is going to ever acknowledge that someone's – that there's lasting damage from being stabbed.
0: Well, um, I mean, they acknowledge uh, the the uh, British Navy captain and it's lasting right. damage. right.
1: So, so that's, yeah, but that's in the eye. It's different. <laughs> if you're doing the left side, the, there's nothing important on the left side. What about <laughs> the liver? <laughs> Which there is, is
2: – None of, none of know what that does.
1: And I heard somewhere that the liver's not even on the left fucking side. <laughs> Amazing. Because no research. Point is, um, these two proceed to have, like, so much queer everything. And we, they- as a Western culture, um, and, and a queer audience, at least, you know, over, over in this side of the microphone, um, <laughs> has, you know, has gotten kind of used to, like, looking for the crumbs and putting together whole elaborate fantasies and knowing that, oh, they're wink, wink, winking at us so we can take that as real, but it'll never show up.
2: Yeah. They're doing all of this, but at the end of the day, they're gonna, you know, punch
1: each other in the shoulder and go like,
2: you're such a good friend.
1: We're good friends. Ah. Um, and also, all of the, uh, uh, advertising up to this point, they had only released, at least, uh, five episodes to the press. Um, and so all of the junket stuff, everything ahead of that, uh, was, was five episodes worth. And they were still talking about it as a workplace comedy. <laughs>
2: Woo! A sitcom, X-E! And to be fair, there are those elements.
1: Oh, and where Blackbeard is a cameo. (laughs) He gets to meet all sorts of pirates. There's Spanish Jackie, and then there's the Admirals, and then there's Blackbeard, and... There's Calico Jack! Calico Jack! Calico Jack! (laughs) Who I looked it up. He's actually like...
2: Calico Jack historically overlaps uh, Steed and Blackbeard by like a couple of months. Hey now. (laughs) Uh,
1: Listen, it's a good time for everybody. Good time. Thank,
2: Thank you, Will Arnett. And he might have had a relationship with Anne Bonny and, uh, so I say season
1: two. Um. <laughs> anyway. Listen, everybody's gotta go back to their, like, heterosexual lives, right? Right. We're well, that's all what we, heterosexual here.
2: That uh, Listen, that's what we expect from these times of TV shows. Indeed. <laughs> so, However. But this show, this, this fucking show, does all sorts of uh, overtly queer
1: things. So many queer things. Homoerotic there's, there's... sword fighting. Uh, Not just homoerotic sword fighting, Pippin. Let's be fucking honest here. <laughs> Impale me, says Blackbeard. The most homoerotic part of it. While uh, he pulls aside his little leather jacket so his crop top rides up.
2: <laughs> that crop top is the best piece of costume.
1: And then meanwhile, uh, uh, Izzy Hands, played by the amazing Con O'Neill, who looked at the situation and said, I know how to make this queer. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. I've got a job to do. I've got- God bless Con O'Neill, uh, who I've admired since uh, seeing him for the first time in, in bedrooms and hallways, a 1998 uh, uh, queer film that at the time had multiple queer relationships, ended happily, uh, and uh, nobody died of gays. Uh, died of AIDS, <laughs> <Gades>. uh-huh. <laughs> died of AIDS, or lost their jobs, and people thought. Oh, and uh, gay and straight people were friends, and Sounds refused fake. from the time. Thought it was a utopia that would never exist. <sighs> Con O'Neill's in that film, and I fucking love him.
2: Uh, side note: the historical Izzy Hands was 16.
1: Uh- <laughs> Con O'Neill is like 57. <laughs> He's it. I fucking love him. Point is, um, uh, he, he's looking at the situation. He sees the, 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 a uh, uh, very heterosexual stabbing, uh, and all the noises, the noises. that accompany it. Uh, just, and, a, just tug, just tug. And has the look of like, oh, yep, well, fuck my life. I guess my husband's found another woman.
3: Uh, wow,
2: well, my unrequited crush-, crush is super unrequited now. Oh, the
1: unrequited <laughs> levels are unbelievable. Off the chart uh but so yeah, there's all this gay shit happening uh, all, like there's, there's an almost kiss there's an almost kiss there's an almost kiss in the moonlight they, in the fucking moonlight uh with and with with a scene where like the, the the fucking writers and the showrunner are all like yeah no it's a totally unintentional seduction on steed's part and it is working on blackbeard working there are so many mixed signals oh. oh he's just waiting to be like is, like Steve, just giving off so many mixed messages but like could this be a miss? oh god
2: i i remember watching these episodes and myself thinking i, I know i they say they say that it, it's gonna be a romance because by that point when i was watching it they were saying no this this is a romance
1: uh, but you know what? It was all these fucking straight people saying it was a romance. Yeah. So I was all like, but. And I couldn't even trust the queer people because, like, we've all been, like, burned so many times that it's like, if they give you a scrap, you're like, no, but it is, guys, it is. I secretly wrote this code in so you'd know. Uh, and, you know, when I uh, caught
2: up, the most recent episode, uh, when I watched it through the first time, uh, you know, had the line in it, oh my god, this is happening. <laughs> Uh, and I was going like, is it really? I'm not, I can't trust. I've been burned too many times.
1: And at that point, we also already had more than one queer relationship on the show. So it's like, oh, well, okay, we've gotten our one. Oh, we've gotten two. Oh, so because there is, uh, uh, two of our pirate buddies having a grand time who seem to be, I wouldn't say poly so much as just open. We don't own each other. Yeah, Uh, we don't. Like, why? Uh, and then we have a non-binary character. Yes. Also, it's hot gym. Also, <laughs> finding love, and it's like, mm. oh my god, and and getting to be the big spoon. And it's like, thank you, and 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 so we're like, oh okay, so so they've done, they recognize that queerness happens, and they've given us so much, they just won't give us the big you one because the big one because they can't, they never fucking do ever.
2: So so long story short, <laughs> Blackbird or, or Ed and and Steve do kiss on a beach in very nice the lighting.
1: sunset.
2: Oh, and then, and then, and then, spoiler alert, everything goes to shit, but not because they're queer,
1: just because they're disasters. No, no actually, it's because they're in a romance. Yes. You have to have shit go wrong. Things the- have to go really badly, and then they get back. Like, that's how you because get the, the happily ever of after. Because of true
2: love never did run smooth.
1: Fuck yes. And also, they both have issues still.
2: Everyone should be very glad that I don't remember all the rules of romantic comedy that I was taught in that one class I took in undergrad. I, <laughs> you're, the what I remember is the course of true love never did run smooth. Uh, uh, isn't that Shakespeare? Yeah, but that was basically the rule that we used, oh, basically okay. to say that there has to be conflict.
1: Well, I actually have um, – so I uh, – oh, well, I'm, I'm going to bring oh, out proper writing. you have to go to a, a, a place of change. Well, okay, I'm going to bring up proper writing advice. You ready for this? Sure. It's very exciting when I do this because it's so rare. <laughs> it says the person who's like literally teaching a class on this shit. Wow. The way I learned how to uh, uh, outline the kinds of books I like to write or so on is I've picked up one of my favorite books that had a structure I thought worked really well. And it was, in fact, a romance novel. Uh, and so what I did is I broke the whole thing down scene by scene. And then I, I pearlized it and <laughs> collapsed it and and figured out just – a, a structure that worked really, really well for me. And so there had to be – As our, there's the meet-cute, right? Got to have a mm-hmm. meet-cute. Yeah. And what's cuter than fucking meeting uh, after being stabbed and hung and, and in the firelight while, you know, you're on a Spanish <laughs> ship, etc. I just think I'm so soap. I've decided to hold myself like I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to have your meet-cute. You have to get the, have the getting to know each other with some minor adventures in there that uh, lead to – that help propel the getting to know each other. A little bit faster, because, you know, your average romance novel, like, things move fast, okay? Mm. Emotions have to get, you know, move high pr- fairly quickly. You have to you go have from to have- zero to married real fast. <laughs> you have to have a, um, a, a, a sort of a middle, uh, uh disaster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a middling disaster. Not the huge one, but f- for instance, Calico Jack shows up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, Calico Jack, somebody from Blackbeard's past, uh, who's they've – according to the show, they used to fuck, but (laughs) – They had their dalliances. Listen, Calico Jack felt free to ask, are you guys buggering now? (gasps) No shame in it. Like, that's, like, the one thing he's, like, not a dick about. (laughs) He's being a dick about completely different things. Like, for instance, using the fact that they're not – to be like, oh, cause we have what? What? Um, so they did break up, uh, briefly ish there, but it's a miscommunication. They get back together and that leads to the big shit problem. And that big one, that could be huge. That's the one that's like, you think that there is no coming back from it and has to be the two of them have to go through separate part, separate changes as a result of their time that they had spent together and what they came to learn about each other or about themselves with them, they have to change to get to a point where that they can come back together. You have to change for you. Exactly. And like, but part of it is also that you were able to change because this amazing person came into your life and it made you either learn something about yourself or want to be a better person or, or what have you. It's, it's all, um it's not, I found my missing half. It's, because of this experience, I know who I want to be, or I can become greater. Uh, and so even if they never make it back together again, they are better people, theoretically, than when they left. Steve however, gets that. However, <laughs> I'm not saying it's both of them. <laughs> I'm just saying Ed has more of a journey. Uh, we do get to the, uh, the through plot things. We do get to the historical part where they, they do act of grace. Um, and, uh, in this case, both of them do actually go on shore.
2: So, so when a friend was, uh, watching the series, she texted me <laughs> during, after that bit and went, what's to stop them from just not doing it? <laughs> uh, you're signing the thing and then fucking off anyway. And I, I take it back, you'll never guess what they historically did. <laughs> 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 and I, she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, they lasted maybe a month. But, yes. Uh, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> like, you'll never guess.
1: You'll Those never idiots. guess. That's okay. I texted you fairly early on being like, Pippin, this seems a lot like that Nemesis comic from Kate Beaton. <laughs> and you just sent me back, like, a fucking smile emoji or something. <laughs>
2: uh, I, the great part about watching this before all of my other friends is I got to sit back and watch.
1: Watch the chaos, which is what you do with me anyway. <laughs>
2: Good times.
1: Oh my god. So, um, they, they, they kiss on the beach. Um, their lives are different now. They've, they've come to the end of themselves, the end of piracy because they signed the act of grace. And then it turns <sighs> out that, oh gosh, uh, they both have feelings for one another. Maybe they don't want to stay stuck, uh, working for the fucking English when they could be out at sea in love. No problems, right, Pip? None, none whatsoever. It, it, is in no way a major life move that makes you question all your other choices up till then. Yeah, particularly if you'd never, for instance, thought that uh, you would have that in your life, if you never realized that you liked men, if you didn't realize that you actually liked this uh, 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 other person who's changed your life and is amazing, but you didn't really realize, like, maybe what that meant. And then, of course, uh, you've come to this big, huge realization, and then the person who uh, who you have so many feelings for that you can't even really name. It's, like, amazing. You were married for, like, 15 years, and it didn't even feel like this. What? And then he's like, you know, it's a great idea. Let's um, change our names and hide our identities and change completely and run away. And, and uh, nothing, <laughs> that, nothing that happened up to this point uh, will be uh, relevant to our future selves at all.
2: That queer urge to go like, hey, let's run away together forever right now. No, no thoughts.
1: <laughs> First thought, best thought. <laughs> <laughs> the end scene story. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. These two dudes – are definitely gay. They're not lesbians. They can't U-Haul. <laughs> they wait, can't. wait, wait. That's not true. Ed's they hair. U-Hauled on their fuck. Not just well, look at everything, but also they did move together into their ship really fucking fast. <laughs> they really fucking did. All right. So this is like next. This is like what happens. Like this is the culmination. This is why the U-Haul problem I- I- is a problem. Um. So what happens is is uh, Ed's all in. Uh, he thinks that he's gotten to the, you know, this is amazing. He was right. He guessed right, everybody. Well He guessed right. Steed is a little more uncertain. He has a lot more, a longer way to go at that point. Because, you know, Ed presumably uh, had a clue that he might like dudes. Um, case in point, Calico Jack. Dalliances. Ed, Ed for a while has known that he's had
2: feelings and desires. He's not been great with them, but he's uh,
1: and- known they existed. And, and that for he has steed. Them. Yes, and that's actually uh, again. We, so much of this we have to say is canonical within the show. It's not only that we see it in like the moonlight scene and whatnot. It's actually called out by another character. But yeah, uh, Ed is he likes you, and you like him.
2: <laughs> oh, but basically, Ed is much further along in his queer journey. Queer journey.
1: Yeah. Uh, then Steed is. But because steed, he thinks who has Steed not dealt who has not fucking dealt with the fact that he literally left his wife and children in the middle thing of is, the night. Yeah, that was a dick
2: move. But thing Without is Ed Ed thinks that Steed hung the goddamn moon and knows everything. So he doesn't quite understand that, that steed, steed is a fuck up even though Ed met him. When he was bleeding
1: out and dying on the ship. But even in Ed's head, you know, like, well, yeah, but like, let's compare to other pirates, he knows. Other ones are dead. Steed's not. There's something going on here. Steed managed to win against an entire ship full of upper class people who had been mean to Ed. Steed managed to- Is he in a sword fight? Twice. Twice who is he hands who who is like a better swordsman a, i think he says he's a better swordsman than, than than ed himself i don't know point is beat him twice but also and this is where you kind of this is why this show actually does so well with going back and rewatching you also realize that you know uh, uh, there may be times when um you know steed tries to sort of reveal something and and ed doesn't hear it or we find you know you can really see that ed actually ends up revealing quite a bit of his own trauma and steed at least on screen, does not.
2: I'm not sure how aware Ed is that Steed has a has wife and children.
1: We, we all we know, the like the one reference we get is when he like Steed is unconscious and feverish and starts like apologizing to Mary, and he says, "Who's this Mary?" Then we know nothing else. Oh no, we don't even know about the lighthouse. No, no, we don't no, know he about explains, the lighthouse. It does explain the wife White House, a uh, lighthouse. Yes, yeah, yeah, it should have been one for my family for my family, but that could mean a lot of things. He doesn't say Mary painted it. He doesn't say a lot of things. Because I feel like if he said that Mary painted that painting, Ed would have thrown that over the fucking board. (laughs) Like, overboard. Uh, No, because also, you have to steer clear of lighthouses.
2: You do have to steer clear of lighthouses. (laughs) Got it. Oh, God.
1: The metaphors on this show and the symbolism is so fucking tight. He crashed on the rocks at our steed. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So he – um, that's their first fuckery, too. They were a lighthouse. So – they're were like houses for each other. They were a guide and a warning. But anyway, So both a yeah. Kraken, too, so don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. So they, Ed's well on his journey, right? State is weirdly, like, he seems <laughs> to be a- cat. <laughs> yeah. I, I fear we've gotten a bit
2: too far into the weeds. Okay. Because okay. technically <laughs> this is supposed to be the plot bit. And then technically we're supposed to go into like story changes or whatever. <laughs> oh shit.
1: Well, no. Okay, okay, wait, wait, no, we have to get to the plot. We have to get to the plot. The plot is, okay, uh, that, uh, uh, uh Ed's gung ho, Steed is uh, willing to go along, which is frankly one of his character flaws, mm. uh, and, uh, uh, and then the English come and fuck them all over again. Look, fucking accent- English. Steed accidentally ends up killing a dude again. I'm uh, killing another badminton. <laughs> The twin brother, of the first dude he killed. <laughs> Which, by the way, I fucking love this. Like, this is Shakespearean, literally. We have Mech- uh, we have the Scottish play references earlier. We have all sorts of things, and we have fucking twins in a comedy. <laughs> anyway,
0: and this one actually shoots himself in the other eye.
1: Was it the other eye? It was it was the first one was the same eye.
0: I think it was the other eye.
1: Point is, gets himself in the eye, and once again, Steed is around when it happens, and arguably at fault arguably fault but most but more importantly um uh, uh the and this is where this is taking place in this is like the action adventure climax of the season which really means it's the uh uh the hook for the next one things are about to get much worse this <laughs> twin Chauncey. um essentially is existing to air all of steed's deepest fears all of them out loud So if we've had the, you know, the loving, like, you know, Ed being like, you are amazing. This is fucking fantastic. All the things that make you weird are actually the fucking coolest. That's the, you know, what Steve kind of wishes uh, were true. And then we have what he thinks is reality, which is that, uh... You ruin nice things. He he ruins nice things. He ruins everything. People get hurt around him. It never touches him. He hurts things that society likes, like, you know, a family... Uh,
2: and he hurts even the things society doesn't like like pirates there's no good for him
1: here he ruined the greatest pirate in the world suddenly blackbeard wants to turn privateer he he wants to give up being a pirate the thing that blackbeard is he ha- blackbeard has gotten rid of his black
2: beard so to speak this, More like salt really, and this, beard yeah really this show is a, a story about uh, losing beards both literal and metaphorical
1: there's so many Ooh. metaphors. So Steed is like, I can't, I can't. Like he's in the middle of the fucking jungle, middle of the night. A lot of things have happened to him in the last 24 hours. last 24 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to give him a solid four hours on that one because remember the kiss happened earlier. Yeah, uh, at times. And so he just starts walking because he's got to, He he doesn't know what what he can start fixing, but he's got to fix something. Well, he can fix. He two. has to. Pr- he has to prove that he's not, or learn how not to be what, uh, the twin called him. He
3: can
2: fix two
1: birds with one stone. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is definitely how you fix birds, Steed.
2: <laughs> uh, he can leave, uh, Ed behind and Ed can go back to being an be anti-pirate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can go back to his family and try to, to do that right this time. He can really try this time.
1: Cause that is also how it works. That's definitely how it works. And of course, you know, now that he's not ruining Blackbeard's life, Blackbeard can go back to being like the thing that he was always intended to be. It was really oh, Steve that was causing, and this actually has shades of like, oh shit, like British schoolroom, whatever stuff. It was Steed who was causing him to be fucking queer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if Steed's gone. Blackbeard yeah. can go back to being butch. <laughs> <Ugh>. And straight. Ish. <laughs>
3: And surely Calco
1: Joke was just saying that because he knew he could sense that Steed was not Yeah. So
2: yeah. Steed fucks up real bad. And again, to try to to try to shorten this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. we're now longer than two of the episodes. Yep. Let's see. Steed goes back to uh, his wife and children. His wife uh was having a much better time without him. And uh, this then-
1: is a Mary Stan account, by the way. Oh yeah. We, we Stan Mary here.
2: Yeah. If you don't like Mary Bonnet, you can get out of my life. Um, uh, She attempts to murder him in his sleep. Uh, like a goddamn god. That's showing that, in fact, they would get along.
1: Um, <laughs> they would get along, if only they weren't both tragically attracted to other people. Yeah. On a deep uh, level. <laughs> uh, oh, I was watching
2: the episode earlier, and I figured out that one of the reasons that Steve is mad at Mary in the last episode is because he gave up Ed, but Mary didn't give up Doug.
1: Oh, Yeah. Uh, Doug is her painting instructor. They both went for the lower class. Well done, team. Well done. Good job. They're very similar. They They're extremely similar. Girls also, with like a house on fire. Also, I don't know if you noticed her costuming. Like, she doesn't show as much to tit anymore. Like, she went. She goes much more like sort of future, uh uh, uh in terms of costuming, like Victorian, like woman, whatever. Uh, she, she just gives great. up the whole seventeen hundreds. She's like, fuck that. She looks amazing. She uh, does. anyway. Uh,
2: so that he. Uh, nearly gets murdered in the sleep, and then they, you know, go like, wait, let's team up to fix this. You can run away to see properly this time, with run my away. permission.
1: And also, though, um, there is a beautiful realize It is, uh, a lot of people are talking about it being one of the, the most beautiful coming out scenes, um, uh, that have shown up in, in recent memory, because it is so intensely not a big deal. Yeah, Mary uh, – The big is, deal is the fact that he's realized that he's in love.
2: Yeah, because Mary describes what being in love feels like to After her.
1: he asks her. Yeah. Because he uh, doesn't know what love feels like, this fucking 47-year-old guy.
2: Uh, But then as she's describing, he's like, oh, no, I do recognize that feeling. And we get a nice little montage of Ed and Steve that was apparently unedited from when they first put it together as sort yeah, of Yeah, apparently made everybody
1: cry. So that's good.
2: The only thing that annoys me is that one of the scenes is actually flipped from the original. Is it really? Note to fucking self. Okay, go on. Uh, Ed and Steed with their legs over the ship uh, is uh,
1: flipped. Oh, bless. Okay. Uh, Maybe they thought they'd have a chance to film some extra.
2: <laughs> and then, you know, Mary's all like, I hope you feel that someday. And he's like, I I think I already have. Uh, and and she's she said,
1: reasonably, you know, because oh, heteronormativity. What's her name? And he's all like, Ed. His name is Ed. But it's like in this dreamy, sweet quality. And she's just, she just leans over and like smiles and hugs him. Like, oh, thank God. Like, I bet a bunch of things are becoming like, not just regular clear, but super clear at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: and then they paw the fuckery together because they're friends. They, they, they fake Steed's death because that's hilarious. Over the top because why wouldn't you?
1: And then Steve's like, "Fantastic! Now I'm gonna go off to sea, be poor, just like my uh, my love. I'm gonna leave all my money to Mary, because Mary very intelligently is like, sign here." Uh, well, she asks, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Yep, I'm good." And then he goes off to sea, and everything ends well, right, Pippin? <laughs> so Ed, <laughs> Ed, he's ready for this moment. He's reached the end of his
2: queer journey. <laughs> my, my, my beloved Ed, I'm just going to say. Uh,
1: is real pretty when he cries. Ed's a fucking mess.
2: Uh, Ed goes through all sorts of stages of a bad breakup. Uh, yo, know, he cries. He wears his boyfriend's old clothes. He eats he, marmalade from a jar. He writes, sad which was from songs. their first breakfast together. Yeah, yeah. He makes yep. a pillow fort.
1: Yep, in his be- boyfriend's rooms.
2: Yep. yep, yep, yep. Out of his boyfriend uh, stuff. Uh and you know what, just just when he's actually just starting to, you know, get out of the bad place, he's gonna start picking up his room a little bit, uh, really start to you know he's he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. Then Maybe. Izzy fucking hits <laughs> goes, hey, 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 let's talk about toxic masculinity and why you should have some.
1: And well and because frankly, nobody's pointing out that this is a breakup. And that he got fucking left by the one person that he, like, opened up to and was, like, got to be himself with. And he thought that he could finally have a fine thing. Oh, Lush is probably dead. <laughs> oh, Lush, no, they, they all knew. But nobody's pointing out that this is a breakup and the rich guy fucking left you. The white guy, the yeah. white rich guy left you for his wife. Uh, oh, we don't know about God. the wife part. We don't actually know about. This. We all—all all he knows is that he's—he's he's not there. But Izzy points out, "Oh, did you get your fucking heart broken? Oh, you pining for your boyfriend?" And uh, that realized—not that realization, but the fact that everybody probably knows that that's what's going on. Like we all knew that that was going on, and they all know that's going on. But maybe he was like, okay, to not have people know that that was going on, and then toxic masculinity and so on.
2: Uh, and so Ed backslides a
1: lot harder than he was when he started
2: uh he puts his black leather back on two gloves fully covering his hands now cuts off Izzy's toe which to be fair most reasonable thing he well, does well it made him
1: eat it made him eat <laughs> and- it but not but not for a laugh before he used to do that for a laugh yep. now listen cool. he loves a good name. <laughs> uh he throws out all of Steve's shit like the books the fabrics the pillows the mattress
2: uh, he- he paints his face uh black. Because uh, he, he had shaved his beard and now, like... Uh He throws Lucius overboard. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, throws. He
2: strands most yeah. of the crew on an island. Steed's crew. Yeah. Goodbye, Steed's clay things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, maybe he's thinking he left himself there as well. Yeah. Uh-huh, as one of Steed's clay uh-huh. things.
1: I don't... He wasn't the one who... Li- Izzy left them there.
2: Uh, but would Izzy have done it if Steve, if uh, Ed had told him to? very good point. Very good point. Uh,
1: and then um, and uh, also he doesn't do
2: the big job; he leaves other people to do it. That's oh, a
1: good point. Um, and then uh, he starts drinking in the middle of the day, and he's like, "We have to fix my flag," <laughs> which up to this point,
2: Pippin. After this point, it's just been, you know, you know, the horned skeleton,
1: you know, with with a, a goblin in one hand and, and a spear in the other are And David Jenkins had people texting him, being like, Hey, um, that's you, not Blackbeard's flag. And David Jenkins went, Oh really? Smiley face. <laughs> you shocked me. <laughs> what? Huh? What? Historical inaccuracy in my Pirate case show? Wait, if I looked up Blackbeard's flag, that's not what it would look like. How strange. How strange indeed. <laughs>
2: what uh so then we do see blackbeard's historical flag which is the spear is now going towards a heart
1: yep stabbing that heart stabbing that heart on the ground <sighs> uh, so
2: basically david jenkins look at that flag and went, <laughs> that is the flag of a man who went through a real bad breakup <laughs> really
1: bad and that's where the show the season fucking ends Ed has backslid into not just Blackbeard, but into like his most, uh, uh, uh feared part of himself, uh, which is the Kraken. Well. Um, uh, well. and is is, 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 like taking that in, and there's Steed on a fucking dinghy. Yeah, I, I, I literally just crew. watched,
2: I, I literally just watched the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, like 20 minutes before we got onto the call. It's
1: um, almost as if we planned this, but we didn't, Brendan. We really and
2: that's didn't. the funniest part. <laughs> Brendan, I'm so sorry. You, didn't hear my reaction when cat but i have an idea <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> wait oh no you're not supposed to tell him it was me
2: <laughs> whoops oh no <laughs> oh uh, terrible anyway uh so the last image we see of uh steed is him standing up on the dinghy finding stumbles his crew yeah he, he stumbles? stumbles a bit and then he raises his hand up like a lighthouse uh then he's about to rescue his stranded uh crow the last image we see of blackbeard of ed uh, Uh is him crying alone in his oh god
1: oh god while staring at the the lighthouse painting and it's not his room whose room is it it's steed's he's crying on steed's bed yeah and that's the last image we see of the two of them yep and then the internet exploded
2: and, uh, it's been the most requested TV show, like, five weeks
1: running. Yep. And HBO still hasn't fucking renewed it. Those uh. fuckers. Yep. Uh, apparently everyone's super on board with it. Uh, the, all the cast is being adorable. There were more than, there's like two or more non-binary writers in the room. So that made, uh, Vico Ortiz, who plays, uh, Jim, uh, apparently cry a lot. Well, apparently they expected, uh, to, them to make Jim Either use he, him, or she, her pronouns, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they went through the whole torturous everything.
2: Yeah, but then they all went, no, no, Jim's going to be they, them. The moment Jim gets revealed
1: uh, as being assigned female at birth, and uh, wait, wait, we don't actually have that guaranteed. All we know is that Jim used to be uh, a granddaughter. It's different. Fair enough. Yeah. The point is.
2: The moment Jim reveals themselves as a nine, themselves. non-binary uh, person, <laughs> everybody starts using they them. I do appreciate that there's a figuring out portion.
1: Oh yeah, true. Because uh, uh, because Jim is like, you know, they're asking uh, uh, them and they're like, you know, are so are you? Are you still Dil Jim? Jim? Like I don't. Are you something else? Like are you are you like are you a girl now? Because we can't have women on board. And are they're like, you wow. a mermaid? Are you a mermaid? I love that. Uh, I'm like, not sounds a fucking like, mermaid. Sounds like something a mermaid would say. So what they finally come down to, like, I'm not sure what I feel, but I'm not either of those. <laughs> uh, but you know me as Jim, right? I'll keep being Jim. Jim's a good name.
2: <laughs> I, I feel like uh, if Jim stabbed me, I would have deserved it. I would love <laughs> to be stabbed by Jim.
1: I would love to be stabbed by Jim. Um, they
2: just started talking. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so this
1: show is full of queer color, uh, queer characters, uh, people of color, queer language, queer, uh, uh like the 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 secret language that we've all had to speak to each other, but it's being made text. <laughs> Would you like to come into my closet? Yeah, it's but comfy. It's a, got some space. <laughs> it's taking all the hints, all the things that we have spent like li- lifetimes learning how to find and interpret, and and saying yeah, correct, well done. I appreciate the show because. So often when you look at
2: uh you know historical stories, mm. stories, but weird. Um you know, and you look at these two people and history goes like, you know what? We shouldn't put labels on them. Maybe they were just friends. Just friends. They're gal pals. <laughs> just gals being pals.
1: Ro- roommates for several decades. I'm sure sh- that skeleton's actually male cuz otherwise why would they be cuddling like that?
2: <laughs> and to be fair, there are reasons historians do this sort of thing. Um, because you can't use language that they would not have out used themselves, cause that's also-
1: Although, although, I'm gonna put a little pin on that one, uh, this is not to say that there were not, uh, an awareness of self within a community for centuries. Um, sure. If you, if you, I'm not saying the, like, the word, however, we have, um, like, documented, uh, uh, you know, police roundups. Sure, you know? so. Uh but
2: it it gets weird from a historical standpoint. I see that. Um, so historic, actual historians are just you know being careful. Uh but when it comes to storytelling, ha! <laughs> uh, so often people lean on the like, no, no, they were probably just friends thing. But I appreciate this show <laughs> going like, oh, those people hung out for like a year on this. Listen, listen. If they weren't in love, they were at least fucking. (laughs) And if they weren't fucking, they were definitely in love. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, Uh,
1: So, yeah, uh, this is is a hell of a fun show. It it has a lot to say about queerness. It also has a lot to say about race. It has a lot to say about masculinity, which I found very fascinating because it's not something that I um, uh, uh, particularly can speak to a great deal or even understand. Um, But watching um, some of the video essays, reading some essays about this, is very fascinating. Just in terms of, uh, uh, for a while, David Jenkins, again on his Twitter, had a uh, pinned tweet that was of of Ed and and Steed like cuddled together on the beach. And uh, all it said was like, what we think about men is wrong. It's true. And it's this idea that you have to, that you can't have, you can't, uh, it's all complicated. Like the idea that you can't have uh, uh, close emotional relationships with people. You know, men can't unless it's gay, which is an issue. Or if you do, then everybody thinks it's gay, which is an issue. Uh So then everybody either, e- including the queer ones, like the queer ones and the straight ones all desperately don't have emotional relationships with other people. And that fucks you up. Oh, man. Oh, men. Uh, Because, you know, I, I would say actually, even even Edwin's, even Ed and C- in particular, uh, uh, these two are also demonstrating the issues therein. Even they ha- who have found a, uh, uh, which almost suggests almost suggests that maybe uh, sexual preference has nothing to do what? with whether or not whether or not you suffer and or propagate toxic masculinity. What? Wait, wait,
2: <laughs> wait. Are you saying that <gasps> queer men can what? also be kind of shitty sometimes? whoa
1: Whew, i'm not sure i want it yes (laughs) what Um, all right all right so okay there's a lot going on what can we talk about in terms of i i I don't want to make any changes to be honest i'm really excited about this i would like to hear what you think would happen when hbo uh renews what where would you like to see the show go because yeah, remember, I, this is a three-act structure. This is a romance. Romances are actually very structured. Yeah. Ro- the part
2: of the joy of romance is that you pretty much know what's going to happen. Which is why you can fuck everybody up so much. Because of, of course it's going to have a happy ending. That's what romances are for. Yeah. But how much trouble are you going to put them through?
0: Well, I, I mean,
1: there could be so much.
0: Well, season two, they'll make you oh uh steve it, it will' find his crew who and'll all and start are chasing it after Ed. they'll they'll be hes a and for stuff but oh who who technically broke up with who <laughs> and then at the and then at the end of c and two who uh they'll will reconcile i'll uh, with It's a, it's a hook for season freebie. Hang, hang, well now, all they have to deal with. It's a whole entire being wanted pirates thing.
2: (laughs) Active (laughs) Grace is now off the table.
1: Off the table? I, I do think I know how it's going to end. Well, I mean, it has, well, yeah. Uh, because it's not,
0: what? They take their deaths, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: it can't end with them dying like it does in history. Come on. Uh, they fake their deaths. They leave bodies behind. <laughs> Steed, we're getting real good at that at this point. <laughs> uh, it, shout to Steed for doing the thing that Ed was going to do to him.
0: Um, <laughs> like, uh, <with> like, <laughs> he gets the same. He manages to get the same tiger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with them. Uh, maybe they fake and their crew. Maybe, uh, maybe they fake their uh, breakup too, because technically in history. <gasps> One died in North Carolina, the other died in South Carolina. Uh, oh
1: God, they were they were Carolina mates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then they everybody escapes, but Ed and
1: Steed uh, go to China, like they said they were going to. Like they said they were going to, but this time everybody's on board. And apparently, China was busy having its own amazing Age of Piracy. So frankly, like, why not all go over there, fuck around over there?
2: Yeah, right. And yeah, and then cause chaos and destruction and love. And love. Season two, Lucius is alive. Of course, yeah, Lucius. Living yeah, in yeah. the walls. Uh, spoiler alert, Lucius is alive. There. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on now. Uh, I, I like the post saying that he's, he's haunting. I uh, like actively, like, just on the ship, uh, out of the walls with barnacles, uh, <laughs> on him. Kind of wet, just
1: pointing at Ed and going, you. <laughs> Uh, I, like, like, I like I the theory that he's wandering around in Jim's old, like, wax nose and fake beard.
2: Yeah. And it's all, like, clearly isn't insane. So it's, why you don't mess with those kind of people.
1: But also it is canonical within the show that Steed has riddled his ship with random uh, secret passages. Yeah, we just know about one. of course you fucking do. Uh, and we never saw a body. We learned that from the X-Files. Yep. Never no body, body, no crime. Um... <laughs>
0: Nobody, no crime.
1: Thank
2: you, Taylor Swift. Ed <laughs> listens to a lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> so much. If there isn't, if there isn't a Taylor Swift song in se- season two, what the fuck is anyone doing? We riot. That and a completely earnest uh, use of Wonderwall, All I Want. I mean, I think both of those are doable within this universe, <laughs> right? Listen, gentle listeners, one episode ends with the chain by Fleetwood Mac, and
1: it's appropriate.
0: Oh, it's such a good use. Wait, so you, so you're saying that uh, uh, Frenchie hasn't, at some point, sat him, himself over at the bow of the ship and and and, and started going. I said, maybe.
1: Oh, she's saying <laughs> he has, and she wants it on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay.
2: Ed kept Frenchie around for the Taylor Swift covers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that whole you can sew, they can all fucking sew. Yeah, we see it on screen. <laughs> I happen to think that they kept Jim not for um, – or I'm sorry, that he kept Jim not for the uh, – not because Jim is a fabulous assassin, because why would you keep the guy – like, why would you keep the fabulous assassin whose boyfriend you just marooned on board? <laughs> to be fair, Ed has quite a bit of – like, where's the suicidal ideation? Oh, there it is! Woo! Right there! Um, but I happen to think it's because uh, we we know that uh, uh, Jim can read and write. Uh, and – well, gosh, uh, he's already th- thrown Lucius overboard. Who else is he gonna get to write his poetry? Oh, or, the story, so or worse, or worse, the, 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 he's doing memoirs now too. He's doing memoirs, but they're all about how much he fucking hates Steed. And how gentleman's shit is terrible. And, and he's he badass. Hates
0: his, he hates his, his stupid beautiful eyes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and his and stupid then, nice clothing. And the way he touched things gently. He doesn't need any of it. In fact, that's, that's, <laughs> Yeah, fuck that.
2: Uh, Jim writes all of these in Spanish, <laughs> so Ed, so
1: they can write all the, so they can write all the like the snarky comments in the margins. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> Ed can probably read, but probably can't read Spanish. <laughs> Which is, by the uh,
1: way, fascinating history moment: reading and writing, different skill sets. Yeah. So anyway. God, yeah, no, I think they spend most of season two uh,
2: separated.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I w- might argue that they do not actually see each other in person again until the end of episode three.
1: Because, oh, you like that arc shit. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, because here's the thing, and I'm going to agree with you on this one. Uh, cause I thought you were going to say something yeah. like till the end of season two, and I'm like, well, fuck you. No, 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 no. But remember, this show also does a lot with mirroring, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, patterns. So what do we do the first three episodes of season one? we see how shit of a pirate is – uh, steed is – without Ed. Now we're going to get to see – what?
2: How oh, shit of a pirate is without – oh my god, that sentence. How shit of a pirate Ed is without steed. So season one, your know, steed is the protagonist. He's the viewpoint character. Season two, Ed is.
1: Ed has to be because somebody got left at the fucking dock.
2: It wasn't <laughs> steed. It was not. What if? Season- okay, here's the thing. Okay. Uh, David Jenkins has mentioned in multiple interviews that a mm-hmm. uh, matelage oh, yeah. uh, exists, which is marriage between pirates.
1: He mentioned that while they were still saying it
2: was a workplace comedy. Yeah. I was like, what's the real coolest fact about pirates you learned? And, he and he's like, said, well, wow. actually. Now that you mention it. <laughs> David Jenkins. David, no chill Jenkins. Uh, isn't that interesting? But and that- all the queers went, are you just toying with us again? <laughs>
1: uh, it probably
2: is. And then we all cried a little bit. And but
1: we're like, oh, but at least they're gonna talk about it because you know. I'll... Uh,
2: but they didn't actually mention it this season. They did so not. So I'm trying to figure out if it's going to happen second season or
1: third. That's third season. And here, are you are you done with your with your thing? <laughs> are you? I'm just, I like I'm, you trying, go chill. I'm
3: trying.
2: You I'm have.
1: To, I'm trying to be polite.
2: Wow, wow. I'm well, I just so want to take a moment. Good. I just want to take a moment to point out how Javen Jenkins did not realize how fucking burned we've all
1: been. Yeah, which is, which is, I think, the...
2: uh... Because he said that this is a romance, and we were all like, is it? And he was like, I said
1: it is, what? Why are you being he weird about this? He apparently and was a little he worried don't. that the kiss would just be like a blip, even though it's like this major turning point for their characters. Um, oh, 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 <laughs> he thought wow. it would just be like that. And nobody would pay attention. Uh, he, and he was kind of worried about that. He's like, ah, oh, okay, but that's like much the way that people didn't get what the first three episodes are supposed to. Okay, anyway, um, he thought that would just kind of move past people. Um, and then, uh, he was made fucking aware. <laughs>
2: Uh, and to be fair, it, in his defense, he learned fast, and he got it. He, was he like, got it. Oh, oh! I see myself falling in love
1: all the time on screen. You so, okay? <laughs> and so you've been essentially gaslit over and over and over again. Yeah. So and that maybe would fuck you up. So and we're you, like, yes, thank you.
2: Not to get real off track, but one of the you know biggest pieces of queer me- media. Uh, that happened, uh, to make it sort of more mainstream was Will on Grace, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Uh, like, and then, was one on Grace 90s or early 2000s?
1: Ugh, I forget. I think it was yeah. 90s, actually. because it was friends, it was around five. the same time
0: as friends. Early 2000s. Uh,
2: yeah. You know, major breaking point, breaking
1: point, uh, uh Couldn't have any gay people as the leads. So.
2: Yeah. But there was, uh, the, one of the title characters. Yep. Uh, it was gay. But, in the entire series, we do not actually see him in a relationship.
1: Nope. It's always his relationship with his uh, straight, best straight friend. ex.
2: Yeah. Uh, who, she has a ton of relationships on
1: screen. 98 for 11
2: seasons. Yeah. But that, at the time, was fucking amazing.
1: And then later, and I actually brought this up on Twitter, and later, uh, the, you know, we had, uh, it was astonishing that we got to have a uh, a lesbian kiss on, uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, and it, nobody was, uh, from a mirror universe or, uh, uh, had switched bodies at any time. However, it still had to be couched in a tragedy. So this was clearly not a sexual kiss. Yeah. Uh, and then later in Glee, we actually had the mainstream. We had straight people around the world wanting these two crazy gay kids to get together. But we could only get to that point because there was a shit ton of on screen, uh, homophobia. And bullying, uh, we we could only get to that part.
2: Yep. Through that. Uh, and how often in in all the seasons that they were actually dating on the show, (laughs) how often do they actually show affection? Well, they kissed a
1: bunch. I mean, that was good. How how much is actually a bunch? I know. And see, like that's the thing. You go back and you're like, oh wait, wait, oh, and and that's and that's what happens. That's what does to your brain. David Jenkins was right. (sighs) Ah. The straight man did know that. Anyway, and also, how often are they middle-aged men? Very true. Well, old people can fall in love too. What old people can have awkward kisses, and I stand by that. And bad sex, all of it. Yeah. How else are you going (laughs) to learn? Okay, now you can do your thing. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So here's my thought. Uh, My thought is that we've gotten again. I have heard that they. Uh, uh, David Jenkins is pretty sure he could do the story in three acts. Uh, I'm sorry, three seasons. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to pretend uh, I have three seasons to play with. So, um, and also, what if they don't? Right? Ugh. Uh, so we get, I agree with you, Pippin. Second season, we get three episodes of, uh, uh, Ed being very bad at this. While similar to the first season, Steve gets closer and closer. <laughs> Uh I would like the uh uh the end of the third episode uh to be frankly um it's gotten himself killed. Like he's been stabbed, he's been shot a couple times. <laughs> Impaled <laughs> not in a fun way yeah, on
2: the right side. On the right side. Fuck. Um and oh, you then, take the sword
1: on the left because that's where your heart is. <gasps> oh my god. And then you go. uh, <laughs> uh and then Steed comes in, not out of firelight and smoke, which is where, uh, Ed did, but out of, like, the, the dawning light, etc. Um, which is also where they got, uh, which is where Ed got betrayed. Um, the dawn. Out of the dawning light to rescue him. And then, of course, you know, instead of, uh, uh, in, oh my god, Steed tries something, some romantic bullshit, and, uh, like, you know. <laughs> I never left or some shit like that or you know or Blackbeard I presume something and then Ed just like fuck you and goes unconscious. <laughs> we then proceed to have I think uh a uh, an episode of uh the nursing Ed back to health. This is important because I feel um one uh similarities uh and two uh because otherwise Ed would fucking kill him so he has to be incapacitated to some level he spends most of the episode glaring like like a wet cat hissing
2: (laughs) trying trying to stab
1: so like trying so hard just sort of bats his hand aside goes like no no eat your soup (laughs) uh there's you know uh a a lot like so much and because here's the thing again we have to look at um I would say, not just romance uh, tropes, but queer narrative tropes. Mm. And you know what queer narrative loves? Hurt comfort. <laughs> well, because we've all been really hurt. hurt. so many times. Uh, and so our fantasy life is getting patched up. <sighs> which, oh, that's depressing. So um, I'm thinking that bathtub has to come into play. There's going to be a bath there's going to be like a lot. And Ed's going to have the opportunity to kill him like near the end, but then like maybe he doesn't for reasons because love uh and so on. Well, um, at the end of the episode he tells us he no, I'm going to kill him. Sure. But I I think that they get to they're all in the same they're all in the same um boat again, right? But now this is a reverse. Uh so before they were falling in love, right?
3: <laughs>
2: uh
1: but uh, uh, only one of them was aware of it. Uh, in Once this upon one,
2: a time I was falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking 80s. Uh, but now, Steve uh, is, I'm sorry, Ed is, is on Steve's boat and they are learning to work together and Steve is like, or we could be in love and Ed's like, nope. <laughs> and it's like, so fucking professional. It's like painful. So we get all the queer longing and pining, but from like the other direction just staring at each other from across the ship not mm-hmm. even hiding it <laughs> not even hiding it except that you know every time Steve notices ed's doing it ed like gives him the finger <laughs> and, and and lucius just off the side going like
2: this is happening <laughs> in a completely different tone
1: but then by the end of the the uh, uh uh second season we have um uh we have a situation where where let's say oh Gotta get in our other uh, fantastic trope that I've been reading about you know, in all those popular papers uh, yeah. <laughs> where they do end up having a a a major uh uh blow up. Um uh Izzy's finally pushed Ed into to, you know, we have to go and Steed's like, How about you don't though? And Ed's like, I'm fucking leaving. Um and Steed's like, Counter argument, no, and also I love you. And then Steed lets Ed stab him. And then, then just like, lets him do it. And then, Ed stabs himself on Steed Sword. And all the, Izzy's like, the fuck. And all the other pirates are like clapping politely. And they're like, we're gonna have to like get, they're like in this little weird lock now. Does that mean we can like shove them into a room and actually sail somewhere? Um, <laughs> Rose. But it's anyway, a queer, <laughs> it's a queer if. Uh, so, they, and at this point now, they are both wrapped up. And both and they they get bundled into Steed's room and they're both in the same bed. There was only one bed.
2: Uh, oh and God, that's how they, they were
1: roommates. They were. And, okay, so here's the thing. It seems great, right? They have finally reconciled, they have finally realized we're at the end of the season, and that's when the English capture them. Dun, 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 dun. Because the first season we had the 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 getting together longing on on Ed's part. Second season we have the getting together longing on Steed's part third season, they're together, but the rest of the world is trying to keep them apart. And That's the season that I think that they would – so if we only get two seasons, we still get a happy ending, right? Yeah. But we get the ultimate joy of these two chaos fuck gremlins in love with each H- other. Emphasis on fuck. <laughs> knowing that they love each other, and the world is trying to keep them apart. <sighs> and the, but so you can we never se- break the chain! <laughs> and so we get a whole season of these fuckheads just like, burning the world to get back to each other. Uh. Um, And, like, the British in this, it's been all – and because, fuck history, like, every (laughs) single major European fighting force in the world is desperately trying to keep these two ships from, like, getting close enough for one of them to fucking jump. Because (laughs) everybody knows if you get the Gentleman Pirate and Blackbeard together – Shit goes down. Shit goes down. So does Ed. So <laughs> they are unstoppable together. We cannot let them get together. And both Ed and Steed on their separate ships, like 60,000 miles apart, are like, the fuck you say?
2: <laughs> Pining for each other, walking around the deck in their robes.
1: Meanwhile, meanwhile so Steed is, is fighting his way like height of piracy, everything he learned from Ed. Ed is sneaking his way around doing like passive aggression, uh, uh, upper class shit, everything he learned from uh, Steed. They are Perfect. Oh, he would wear anything, right? And and that's how we get them back together. So that's my theory on that one. Uh,
2: I forgot to mention season two. Uh, also shows uh Odo's backstory. Uh, season three shows Frenchies.
1: I that's so time. much. That's so much wishful thinking. But also, I I support you. Uh, that's all I want. <laughs> anyway, because there are amazing uh, background,
2: amazing uh, uh side characters, and I want them to get some light too. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Oh, uh, I, I also appreciate that they did bring a Kraken in to the first season. Um, because little known fact, apparently, uh, is that Reese Darby, who plays Steve Bonnet, uh, is a huge Cryptid fan. So I appreciate that they brought a Cryptid in right there. And, and I, I did warn Pippin and Alex, but, um, I'm sorry, Brendan, this is happening. Uh, Reese Darby and any of the members of the Cryptid Factor podcast, uh, I'm just saying I've taken the road trip that uh uh Betty and Barney Hill, the first American uh uh alien abductees, took. I've been to the gas station where they stopped following their abduction, and I'm just saying I think that this would be a fascinating crossover episode for all of us to participate in. Some some exact say. I have also taken that road trip. Uh I have taken photos with my children in front of the alien thing at the gas station.
2: So, uh, I didn't feel the need to go into that level of, uh,
1: uh, tourist. Ooh. trap. and stuff. yet, I was just I don't know, wanted to the that knowledge. Oh, the knowledge. Well, point is, uh, we, we can make that happen for you guys. So, uh, uh, email us at contact at com. Wait, 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 wait. The <laughs> Wikipedia page
2: yeah. of Betty and Barney cites our father. Fuck. Uh, That's true. and the road trip he took which is the road trip I was on. Oh, you motherfucker.
1: Ha! Uh, <laughs> God damn it. That's true, I though. Ooh, we are... We're pretty close in cryptid terms to things. I'm just saying. I'm just so this saying. This one thing. This one. This one. Just Just this one. Really? Are you going to say that in front of the elves and fair folk when I'm in the fucking room? Pippin.
2: You're the one who's in danger. Uh. Uh, Alex! <laughs> Alex! Yes? <laughs> Alex, my favorite. <laughs> oh, God. Do you, do you got anything? I thought you had any No, he... I, I
0: started. I started.
2: Yeah. Pip? Listen. Wow, listen. favorite much. Favorite much. Here's the much. thing. Kat, you and I have been talking so much.
1: I know. Yeah, right. I feel, no, I've Alex, just been, a been here character. for the ride. <laughs> and for Alex, the mutiny? It's true. You run <laughs> along with that real fast.
2: <laughs> you're, Car- you're Carl the seagull. Like, All right. No. Livy. <laughs>
1: Why don't we have a bird guy? Alex- Why can't we have a bird guy? Um, Alex, who's, who's your favorite character?
0: Hmm? Oh, uh, I don't know, they're all kind of nice. So,
1: two of us have drunk the fucking Kool Aid here.
2: Uh, Alex, You're- do you have anything to say about toxic masculinity? Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, I mean, you know, I, I grew up living it. It, it, <laughs> it, it fucking thing sucks. You can't fucking cry with a. Oh, uh, it's someone else making a deal about it?
3: Mm.
2: <laughs> just, just going like, oh, he's pretty when he cries talk- <laughs> count as making a big deal about it? Because I did that a lot watching the show.
0: <laughs> uh, no, it's the, the uh, stop, it, it's the, of the stop cry- <laughs> crying, uh.
1: Boys don't cry.
0: Stop kind of bullshit.
1: Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. And touch so of, uh, oh, uh, touch. Speaking of, Steed does not fucking touch people. Ed touches people a lot. Well, but he doesn't like to be touched unless it's deep. Calico touched him. So people he slept with or wants to sleep with. Fair enough. When the French lady, though, played by, played by the excellent Kristen Shaw, uh, poked him though a little bit, Uh he jumped a mile high. <sighs> anyway, guys, I think that <laughs> we've we've tortured a lot of people uh, long enough, um, and by a lot of people, I do mean Brendan. <laughs> Oh, man, guess how many regrets I have.
0: None. None.
1: (laughs) I refuse to list the number of regrets I may or may not have. Hopefully, it's Pippin's plus one. So, (laughs) Uh, I have N plus one regrets.
0: We're at an hour and a half. Do we want to do any games, or do we think we've uh, played too many?
1: Oh, I thought that the... To be be honest, this this whole fucking episode was a game. Wow. Are you telling me I'm wrong? (laughs) Listen, we just had a massive fuckery. (laughs) We mutinied. We pirated. We stole the ship. (gasps) We headed for the planet Euphoria. Fingers in my thimbles make Make noise. noise. All the boys. boys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thus proving that we can have no episode that does not include a reference to the Star Trek comedy album. It's a great album. So, guys, I-, I think that we're he- ready to head out. You ready to head out?
0: I'm ready to head out.
1: <laughs> All right. If, if y'all are ready to head out, we can lift anchor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could actually do some proper fucking noggle shit on our ship that does not have enough sails?
2: <laughs> Listen, at least we know which parts of the rigging to actually lean on. <laughs> <laughs> Two of these leather-clad pots. <laughs> One of these leather-clad pots is lounging safely. The other Is Taika Waititi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This show is so great. Um, Uh, Our flag means awesome. Oh, our flag means gay. Yeah, does. All right. As always, everybody, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, or again, if you're a member of the cryptid Factor, and I'll take any of you. To be honest, Buttons, David Farrier, Reese Darby, any of you, Taika, that one time that you were guest. uh, If any of you also (laughs) want to contact us to talk about cryptids, we're very here for that. And by we, I do mean me. Wow. Well, head on over to NoStoryIsSacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at no story is sacred, or send an email through contact at nostoryisacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald in absentia and probably for the best, Kevin <laughs> McDonald and Catherine Creighton. Editing for this episode, sadly and tragically, done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at NoStoryIsSacred.com
0: Anything uh, uh, any, uh, to shill?
1: Yeah, any shills? Uh, I will be, t- uh, my current class, uh, uh, writing short fiction, um, which again is only available if you're like in <laughs> in Massachusetts, uh, <laughs> is uh, currently full. But I will be actually bringing it again in the fall. Um, or you can uh, join uh, my my Discord server, Writing with Catherine Creighton. There's a way to do that. I forget how. Email nice. me or something. we will figure it out. Thank you. I'm a professional. It's probably uh, on your <laughs> website. Probably. That's a big if. And uh from there, uh you can join the rest of us uh and hang out and talk about writing a lot.
2: Uh If you're in the Pittsburgh area, Brendan's doing live improv shows again at yep. the Arcade Comedy Theater. One might even say that's where he is right now. If one might. Mm. <laughs> Foolish of you pursuing your hobbies and leaving us alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fool. He, he may even be he making he a clueless reference.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, Yep, because that's what's coming out, the next episode. You guys should all listen. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh no, there's that one regret. <laughs> there it is. Oh no, now I have two. Mine's N plus one. So thanks for listening, everybody, which I have to assume is Brendan's entire uh audience. Uh and of but course at the very least, the, Brendan. <laughs> a whole bunch of, of uh uh uh, our flag means death fans who are desperate for content. Uh, I'm hoping David Jenkins and, of course, the members of the cryptid factor. <laughs> oh, well, Again, I am f- – all three of them – for whom I am willing to talk a lot about my personal experiences being fucking troubled by the elves. Anyway.
2: And I'm willing to talk about my problems dealing with Cat being uh, bothered <laughs> by the elves. Because, really, I'm the one who's been hurt by this.
1: But here's the thing. I think all of us could talk about Mount Washington. Oh, yeah. Mount Washington. Fuck, But yeah. we have to make sure we are – very far away from it. Yeah. But, thanks for listening, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get meat rewards at patreon.com slash no story is sacred. See you next time when we talk about Clueless.
0: Maybe. But for
1: real this time. We Third promise. time's the fucking charm. We until promise. Then, until then, Nothing. we're no story. <laughs>
0: hmm? No other- Uh, No other media uh, is coming out uh, between this and our next recording, right?
2: Really? Uh, Until then. (laughs) No story is sacred, including this podcast.
0: (laughs) See you next time when we talk about Moon Knight.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, We're No Story (laughs) is Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Kat. I'm Pippin.
0: And I'm Alex.
1: And we're
0: No No Story is is Sacred.